What's going on? No. What's happening? <laughs> Too tall. Too short. Back like we never left. In the building. You see us. Our building. Bucket seats. Our way. Red turf. Your way. Sacrifice training. Eh. <laughs> we live here. Oh, man. This is our house. This is home. Man, I'm just thankful, man. Blessed. I'm thankful. Every day we walk up out of here, I just think, like, man. I know. <laughs> like, I, this is what I do. Every day. Every day. And then just being able to help other people do this, too. Every day. Yeah. So, well, hey, where's your part-timers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ain't your part-timers. We do this. 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. You can find us right here. No park. Huh? No, nah, I'm happy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking. I'm happy. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm thankful for our team. I'm thankful for the direction we headed. Thankful for the people that trust us to do what we do here. Mm-hmm. You know, from the parents that bring their athletes here to the parents that are in our strength and conditioning class. Um, Ollie Fit, shout out Ollie Fit. Um, and then the kids that really come here and do work. I tell a lot of people, like, when we start talking about these kids and, like, what they do, what they want to do, like, we ain't got no issues with our, our athletes None. here. Like, they want to work hard. What you realize is, is a lot of these athletes, they want to be held accountable. They want to be shown the way. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very receptive to the information, you know, they understand that it is a process and, <clears throat> you know, I mean, that's a, let's just give it to them. That's a testament to them. A lot of people are on the kid's head, but, you know, and we are too, but a lot of our kids, they understand the process. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you hit, hit the head on the nail. Just excuse him. That's Y'all know, hey, we've been together long enough. All right, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Yep. But when you said trust, yeah, right. That's that's the biggest thing: trust and buy-in. Like, if you got an athlete that doesn't trust what you're telling them, doesn't buy into the culture, doesn't understand why we're doing something, you know what I mean? You're not gonna get the best out of that athlete. Man, that brings up a good little topic. You just made me think about. Who's more important, the teacher or the learner? I have what I think. You think the person teaching is the most important or the person learning? I think the person teaching. Teaching? Is is the most important because at that point, you're kind of guiding someone in, in a certain direction. Right, whether it's right, whether it's good, bad, pretty, ugly, whatever the case may be, you have you have an influence on that person in the direction that they're gonna go. 
with what you're teaching them. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think I think the teacher <clears throat> is the most important in that scenario. So I, that was so bad at the work. Not teacher and the learner, the teacher and the student. <laughs> they know what... <laughs> We've been together long <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say the student. Okay. I think the student is the most important piece of the puzzle. Because no matter if who's teaching them what, at the end of the day, the person that has to go and execute the information has to seek the information and then execute it. So I think it's more on the student to learn than it is on the teacher to teach. And I'm going to say, and and it's just because it's like, at the end of the day, now we we have these conversations with our athletes. I'll bring up one, I ain't going to say the name, but not quite getting what they want from the coach. Mm -hmm. Just not getting it. Bad communication. I hate to say this, but don't be at practice. The coach doesn't be at practice. Um, constantly, the athlete's constantly seeking information from them, just not getting it. I have to sit the athlete down one day and say, hey, look, we can either keep complaining and keep, you know what, mm-hmm. being yep. <laughs> about this, or you can overcome. You can overcome. You can get out here and get it. You can get on, look up some some videos. You can get out there by yourself for hours and hours until you are able to teach yourself and get it done. Some kind of way, find a way to get it done. At the end of the day, when it comes to the performance, at the end of the day, it's on the athlete. Absolutely. Like, the coach is only going to put you in, in hopefully, the I coach know. is going to put you in the right positions, you know, that you need to be in to be able to make those plays. Um, so you're not necessarily talking about, like, I'm, if we, like, I'm the teacher, you're the student, who's more important between me and you? I'm saying, You're saying in general, someone who's trying to learn in general, compared to someone who's yes. trying to, to teach. In general, when it comes down to a teacher and a student, to me, it's 51. 50. Y'all know four. about that 51. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Here he's at that. 51. 49. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's 51 student, 49 teacher because, man, you can have a great teacher, but if the student, this, yeah, here's a great example. Great teacher. Okay. Giving all the information, teaching all of the right things, putting the athlete or student in the correct positions to be successful. They have everything they need, got all the information, don't execute. Don't turn out to do a dang thing. You can have a student, horrible teacher, but if that student seeks that information, got that drive to train on their own, work hard, watch the sport, whatever the case may be, watch the craft, whatever it is, they can still go out there and be successful. I see it all the time. 
We see it all the time. So then, so then the teaching, they they still getting. I'm saying still getting the teaching because they still gotta go and find, for instance, from somewhere the, or else? athlete, right? Whoever we're talking about, coach isn't there. Whoever else isn't there, they're not getting what they need from them. But you're able to sit them down. Man, I'm saying even minus us. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying. Because it's like you, you're going to have to figure it out from somewhere. So that teaching is going to have to be on point. The student is going to have to have the, the will and the want to. That's why I think they're more that the the student I know, is but more if you on the student to, than it is gotta, on the teacher. But if you gotta want to, and then you gotta sure someone who can't show them nothing, uh, the, that want to gonna overcome. The they want, don't have to go and find but somebody. The, the want to not maybe not necessarily. Or I'm or, not saying that everybody or YouTube or whatever. Because I'm saying I did. I, we have said you don't do anything alone. You don't accomplish anything alone. What I'm saying is at the end of the day, no matter how great or bad a teacher is, it's is still on the, the student. Absolutely. To go and execute whatever they need to execute. Absolutely. I know they got to learn from somewhere yes. else. I see what you're saying. Yes. But I'm saying at the end of the day, it's up to the student. Right. Not, I'm not dismissing how important a teacher is because you get a great teacher and a great student. Magic. Right. Right. And, and you're right. And I tell, I tell the athletes all the time, like, we can give you the recipe, right? right? We can give you the recipe, but we can't cook it for you. Shout out, Cam Cook. You got to cook it yourself. It's up to you at that point. We done gave you all the tools. Now what you going to do with it? Plain and simple. So, Timmy, what, what y'all think? Y'all think, it's, y'all think it's more on the teacher or you think it's more on the student? Mr. Miyagi or Danielson? Which one? Here's a, I got a question though. Does an all-star lineup work? Plain question. Does an all-star lineup work? So let's say we have a fantasy draft, right? <laughs> And you pick. Yes. Let's say let's say we're playing basketball. Yeah. You pick your top five. Yes, it does. All star lineup does work. We just watched the Rams go and win it. Well, we are currently watching the L.A. Lakers not make the playoffs. Yeah. But here's the thing. With some of the greatest. Here's the thing. You but they didn't have the all star lineup. Guys were hurt constantly. You have to be healthy. Healthy teams win. I'm going to say that's the most important thing. When you get to the pro sports, yes. whoever is the healthiest <laughs> at the end of the season, I mean, you looked at the Baltimore Ravens lose, both starting corners, all running backs. They were surviving, surviving, and it just – It wasn't – It just, After a while, you're going to run just, out of gas. You're going to run out of it. You got to have your dudes. Even when you got your guys, it's still hard to win. Like, even when you have your guys, it's still hard to win. So, you miss one piece here or there, man. That I'm p- saying with an all-star squad, we missing one piece. We still got. You know how hard it is to still win, though? 
It's still, still got four other still, all-stars out there. Look, look what happened when Toronto and Golden State played. Golden State all-star squad. One guy go down. Ah, they can barely hold it together. Then guess what? Then uh, Thompson, he tears ACL on the dunk to, to change all of the momentum of that game in that Toronto game. Then he tears ACL. It's over. Clay. Clay was about to do it without KD. They was about to do it. One more injury. The healthiest teams. It's just about health. I'm just asking that because the Lakers ain't making the playoffs. And they got Braun, Russ, AD, even though he been hurt half the season. Melo. They hurt and old. LeBron can't do it by himself. They hurt and they owe. Everything is a team sport. Every, yeah, everything. Everything is a team even sport. If, even if it's only one person in the playing field. <laughs> everything is a team sport. Goodness. I'm just, I was just thinking about that because you got them, you got different teams in the NFL. Like when Odell went to the Browns, everybody thought that that was going to do something. But then Odell went to the Rams, and they did. And they did do something. That's because the Browns we ain't know, had yeah, no all-star. We, you got to yeah, have an all-star know. quarterback <laughs> to do something in the NFL. You just can't do something with a regular degular. Bro, I was watching I was watching some uh, some highlights, and uh, the name of it was uh, they said Odell was done. And he was running routes when he was with the Browns wide open. Just wide open. Even covered, E. Man to man. I don't care if you wide and open. And that ball was sailing out of bounds. <laughs> he talking about sailing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could just see that Odell was just kind of depleted. Like, at the Giants, oh. he might have went to the sideline, acted a fool, boom, 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 boom. But this, like, as soon as he saw that ball go, he just... Just went back to the sideline. <laughs> I said, "Goodness, hey, that's growth." <laughs> I know. Y'all give give him get that man his props on his growth. I mean, honestly, let me tell you something. This is for all of the little teenagers. This for the old heads that never played anything past high school. When you get to college, and you going up against grown men. You in a different mindset on the field. You just in a different mindset. I remember looking back on on Sunday, looking at film from Saturday. I was like, "What was I doing?" <laughs> you just you when you put that helmet on and walk out there on that field, you just in a different mindset. You ain't thinking about no cameras. Mm-mm. You're not thinking about nothing but the man in front of you and your team. So the emotions that you see out there. Those are raw, Those are real, real emotions, emotions, and they just going. And so you got a guy that's young in the league, talented. Man, I, I get it. I get it. I do. Like, people talk about, man, you ain't never been in none of them positions. You've never. You even know how to act. Talk, like, for instance, nice little piece into can you celebrate when you're losing? Yes. Let me tell you why you celebrate when you're losing. 
when you losing, you got to do, you got to scratch and claw and do whatever you got to just come back. You trying to, you got to, you trying to give yourself that lifeline. You know what I'm saying? I need that, that shot. Boost. I need that shot. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I ain't. You, you can celebrate. Be, you can't you be down losing and down. Cause you ain't gonna come back like because, that. Because ain't like, no coming back like that. When I'm down, I'm not down. Yeah, you have to have that mentality. At least I personally need I have to give that to myself yes. to come back. Been down basketball 20, or you know what I'm saying? Down by 14, or you know, whatever the case may be, you're getting smacked in the mouth by team that's playing more physical what do you do <laughs> i act the same you gotta make a play and then just go stupid hey, tell them i'm i'm so competitive and i don't even i ain't lost until i lost and then he still ain't lost and then i still ain't lost right <laughs> even on video games don't like, even ask him i don't play i don't play folks on the game <laughs> online Losing, down big, no way I could come back. And I'm talking to them like I'm up. And they be, and I've had multiple people tell me, bro, you got me feeling like I'm losing right now. <laughs> See? You got me feeling like I'm losing. Yeah. And then they start getting nervous on the sticks, start getting conservative. Yep. yep make a play. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to make you feel like that because I ain't lost yet. Cause I, I just got that mentality though. You know what I mean? I'm a You gotta have guys like that, man. You ain't hey. You can celebrate when you're losing. Now when you if you celebrate when you're losing to me, I'ma just tell you to look at the scoreboard. Right, except when y'all except when you're going against me, I'm gonna make you feel Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, man. That's just yeah. that's just my my mindset on things as far as it takes what it takes to win, come back and win, whatever the case may be. It's interesting though because I see it a little different on sports, football, a team losing by fourteen or twenty one. Somebody score a touchdown and they celebrate. They look like I wish he would have just ran back to the huddle. He they're losing by do something. Why is he celebrating? But in basketball, when you down twenty and you make a little eight point run and you celebrate, uh, nobody's saying that. Lie. Nobody's saying when you making that eight to ten point run when you down by twenty. Nobody's saying those guys shouldn't celebrate. They're still down. No. That's not how it works. It's just interesting that them two sports mm-hmm. is just a little different as far as when you should celebrate and when, and when you shouldn't. Because to me, when I make a play, honestly, that emotion, I'm good. But I'm trying to feed my team. Yeah. I'm trying to give my team that emotion. I'm trying to light that fire. And they just see me make a play and they lie. Now they lie. They like, okay, my I'm, turn. About to, I'm about to make a play now. Uh, my turn. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. That's just how it is. You oh, see, you think you're doing something. All right. Watch what I do. That's just how it is. I remember, um, I remember my senior year in college. I um I don't know, something happened and It was early in the year. I was having a calf cramp or something. 
don't never come out. <laughs> Calf cramp, just couldn't get it out. And um, I had to go to the sideline. I went to the sideline. Coach Fred. <laughs> I know he going to come up with this. He going to flick. He says something. Flick. I can't even what he said. <laughs> but I was, I was like... Man, you know, I'll never come out now. I got this calf cramp. Lee Munn <laughs> robbed a curl pick and housed it. That was going to be you. Jumped into the end zone. Boom. I, I said, ah. I said, nah, okay. I got it. Next series, I went out there. Somebody ball hit the ground. I went and scooped it. <laughs> <laughs> Made a quarterback miss. Got an end zone. I said, "Hold on, Lee. Hold on, Lee." <laughs> but I like that kind of stuff. I don't know. That's just the way I am. That's just I don't know. Shout out Lee Munn, man. What's good, Lee? It's competitive. Yeah, man. That's all competitive and, and competitive with your brothers. Yeah. In a in a in a good way, super. You know what I mean. That's gonna push both of us to just do what we do. Yeah, them them environments just gonna. It's just barbecue or mildew. mildew. Especially at a thing. good team, boys barbecue or mildew. Supposed to go on a blitz and a running back flares out and you supposed to cap. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all know. For the ones that about. know. You got that Cobra Blitz, and you come in, and you supposed to cap with the running back on the flare, and they get the first. Ah, uh, boy, you better you better be able to barbecue, or they gonna make you mildew on the spot. Please, that's just the way it is, though, man. I Please. I love all of that. I love that hostile, that accountability, hostile environment. Pressure, if you want to call it, like yeah. just it's accountability is what it is. Ain't no pressure. It's just accountability, man. But yeah, man, that's just that's just the way I love that. Hey, we got our summer speed and strength camp. Yes, sir. We registering right now. It's gonna be bigger than ever. Yeah, it's better than ever. Honestly, man, if you hey, if you hit that link, please get on the schedule for the assessment because. We're already kind of getting backed up, and we honestly, we're doing the best we can on getting all the assessments done. But check me out. If you've trained with us in the past, especially our camp last year, and you um, you don't need to actually do an assessment, but what I would like for you to do is, is use that email right there. Send us an email, okay? Email Bryson at sacrificetraining.com. Just let us know that you've been in the camp last year and you want to register again this year. We'll get that taken care of. But if you're new to us, please hit the link, follow the funnel, okay? Find the scheduler, schedule a time to get the assessment. We need to get these assessments done um, so that we can complete registration so we can catch up and knock that out what what's tell them what speed camp is um so 
before speed camp, pretty much um, it's either a four-week program or a 10-week program uh, for elementary through high school athletes, male and female. Um, everybody will train twice a week. Um, each session is an hour. And we're just going to do what we do, right? We're just going to work on speed, getting faster, um, getting stronger. That way we can go out there and produce on the field, on the court, come August. Yeah. All right, hit that link, y'all. Hashtag Ask Sauce Twins. Subscribe. (laughs) What will you sacrifice to be great?